Welcome to Hashtag Scripture, your sophisticatedly ratchet word delivery system. Call us Deliveroo because we are serving you the word, the word of God with extra, extra sauce. Read all about it and listen to it all. <laughs> uh, on Hashtag Scripture, we discuss everyday topics informed by an everlasting God. Just a few disclaimers before we start. Things might get a bit, you know, interesting. <laughs> things like get a bit you know just to i don't think actually this is not really a controversial topic really it's just one i think you should just listen to us and and be quiet no i'm joking um yeah so what we're gonna do before we start is like what you're gonna do is you're gonna share this with three friends one uncle if you don't have an uncle then an auntie if you don't have an auntie then just another four friends I, I'm sorry for those of you whose parents are only children. That really sucks. But just be like. just share. Who did they talk to? Share. So um, yeah, okay. Um, we're gonna just get into it. You can find us. You can share from the following platforms. You can share from SoundCloud, mm-hmm. which is hashtag Scripture. Mm-hmm. Instagram, which is hashtag Scripture. Mm-hmm. Facebook, which is hashtag Scripture. Mm-hmm. Twitter? Do we have another hashtag scripture? Or is that all the That's hashtag it. scriptures? That's okay. It. And then Twitter, which is HT scripture. Um, yeah, let's just get into it. The word on the street is, honey. The word on the street is mental health issues are just all in your head. Crash bang symbol wallop. Um, yeah, us Christians don't really do well with handling mental health issues. We just kind of pray everything away. Is that is that right? Do we really need to have a serious conversation about how we deal with mental health issues? Or is it all just, you know, it's your own problem. We're going to figure it out today and sort it out. And we're not going to pray it away. We're going to really discuss it and raise some awareness on mental health. Yes? Yeah. The three questions that we're covering today. So yes, on the subject of mental health and mental illness, the three subject areas we are covering today are question number one, is there such thing as mental health issues or is it all spiritual? Is there such thing as mental health issues or is it all spiritual? Question number two, is mental health misunderstood and mishandled in the church? Is it misunderstood and mishandled in the church? And three, how can we look after our mental health better? Super big issue. How can we look after our mental health better? So let's get into it and discuss mental health issues. Cool. So there's this kind of narrative in the church or especially in kind of, I want to say, the black church but also just the church in general because obviously the church is not divided into black and white but specifically kind of like the west african and caribbean church where um when jesus was casting out demons he was casting out mental illness from people so it's kind of like the fact that mental illness doesn't really exist on its own it's always the result of a demonic possession of some kind or it's always um linked to spirituality in such a way that you know it's it's literally demon possession or a result of demon possession or something like that um and so there's this big stigma on on mental illness whether or not it's someone who is a victim of mental illness don't want to admit it i don't want to discover it don't want to deal with it because you know must mean that you're demon possessing you have multiple demons you have a problem or something like that um you know you're not you're not praying hard enough you you prayed and failed yeah Yeah, like you know your prayers are not heard god doesn't like you you're not praying right god's not a fan of you so that's why you have mental illness that's why you have a mental health problem or um you're just not saved enough you're not doing enough blah blah blah. you know it's it's almost like it's a works kind of illness like if you're not doing enough for god like your fault you brought yeah, your, upon yeah because you didn't do something yeah. that's why you're mentally ill yeah um which you know it's, it's debatable at the end of the day but well no actually it's not it depends what mental illness you're talking about if you're talking about something like schizophrenia and stuff like that i, I feel like you don't have a control maybe if you're talking about something like stress that could be your that could be your issue but there's a very big spectrum of mental illness which mm-hmm. i think um a lot of people in general are very unaware of very ignorant of yeah um I, and i think that in the bible there are the kind of two there are the demonic possession type mental illnesses yeah. um and then there are also, there are also those that don't have a direct link to well demons or spirits or something like that mm-hmm. so for example i would say um 
that David was yeah. depressed and yeah. he was depressed because he was going through a lot of stuff. Do you yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. Not necessarily because there was demons chasing after him, causing the spirit of depression to come upon him. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, in um, in Psalm 42 and Psalm 43, we can see mm-hmm. he's asking his soul, why why are you so downcast within me? You know, like he he's depressed because of something in of, inside of him, mm-hmm. not because of external things, mm-hmm. even though it is caused by the situation that he's going through mm-hmm. I personally don't in David's situation see anything to do with spirits mm-hmm. um, directly anyway mm-hmm. um, again we can go then on to uh, in 1st Kings uh, 19 4 Elijah is completely suicidal mm-hmm. for some reason I don't really know why mm-hmm. because he would just like this is just after King 1st Kings 18 where he's just finished like the um, badging up the, for the prophets on Mount Carmel, right? And then all of a sudden, um, Jezebel was just like, oh, do you know what? I'm coming for you. And he's like, okay, no, I want to die. Come so, you know, <laughs> so he was like, um, and he prayed that he might die and said, um, is it, it is enough now, Lord, take my life for I am no better than my father's. So, and that again was caused by a person or something that he was going through, but it wasn't directly caused by Familiar spirits coming to do 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 So King Nebuchadnezzar again was stricken with a psychotic mental illness, which um, made him think he was some kind of grazing land beast, where yeah. he was on all fours eating the cud and <laughs> curds and whey from the ground. Literally, the grass. sorry, it's not even funny, but um, it is a bit. Um, yeah, so he he was God gave him that illness because he wanted him to realize that it was. Um, that God was in control. Can I really just throw a spanner in the works? Yeah. You're really going to be annoyed. But, because I know... Well, God so, allowed him to have you. that illness. Yeah, because I know that somebody's going to pick it up <sighs> and be like, eh, yeah. Semantics. So, no, definitely, because people will have an issue. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But God allowed him to have that illness because mm-hmm. God wanted him to realise that... God was in control, mm-hmm. not King Nebuchadnezzar, mm-hmm. um, which is something that God often does. Like, mm-hmm. you know, if you think it's only you who's, you know, got the power here, let me just show you, let me, let me show, show you who I am, you know? Let me show so, you who um, And I mentioned that one because even though it is quote unquote spiritual because it's allowed by God, it still doesn't mention anything to do with the devil mm-hmm. or demonic spirits or mm-hmm. anything like that. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Um, so there's that kind of illness. And then there's the converse side when we go to um, like the, the demons that, Jesus was casting it out mm. where yes they may have had the same kind of symptoms like the um what what's the what's the what's the name of the guy not the name but where is he from the guy who the Gadar Gadarenes the, the guy one, from the, the Gadarenes Legion yeah the Gadarenes I don't know where he was from so, something about something is. about Gadarenes Legion <laughs> the land of or the region of Gadarenes the man who had Legion with inside him with inside him inside of him mm-hmm. was um you know, plagued with, I guess you could say, psychotic episodes and was, multiple you know, doing... Disorder. Yeah, multiple personality disorder was doing mad things, you know, Madness. just crazy. Doing he was himself. violent. Yeah. He was cutting Into himself. Self-harm, yeah, you know. Yeah. So that and that was a result of demonic possession. But it says it very clearly yeah. in the Bible that it was demonic possession. Again, Saul. Saul was plagued by spirits from God but it mentions spirits and it says that um, let me read it actually so that I don't paraphrase and people get upset um, it says in 1st Samuel 16 14 to 16 but the spirit of the Lord departed from Saul and a dispes- a depress sorry 1st Samuel 16 14 to 16 reads but the spirit of the Lord departed from Saul and a distressing spirit from the Lord troubled him and Saul's servant said to him surely a distressing spirit from God is troubling you let um, our master now command your servants who are before you to seek out a man who is skillful who was a skillful harp player blah 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 etc 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 so there it mentions the distressing spirit that was upon him do you know what I mean so that's not necessarily to say that just because distressing spirits aren't mentioned in other places that they weren't involved or whatever, or blah, blah, blah. I'm not saying that, but I feel like there's two categories of mental illness in the Bible, and yeah. that's what it comes across as yeah. to me. Yeah. Um, and so that's why I kind of think that there is like a natural mental illness that is caused by... A, a whole bunch of things it can be psychological but it can also be physiological mm-hmm. it can be caused by hormones it can be caused by um, you know 
trauma that you've been through. Mm-hmm. It can be caused literally by just age. Mm-hmm. You know, getting older, your body starts to change. Mm-hmm. That can cause depression. Mm-hmm. It can be caused by different diseases that you might have. Mm-hmm. There's there's lots of things that can cause mental illness. And I don't yeah. necessarily means think it means that you have a demon. Yeah. You know, just like, for example... Personally, I don't feel like if you have a cold, then it's because the devil has sent you a cold. I don't think that it's that deep. Mm. But I, I understand why illness can be related to demonic forces and blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And I feel like if you're constantly having a cold and you always have a cold, then that might be something you want to look into. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I don't think that just because I sneeze, it's like... <gasps> she's possessed by, by the devil like no I, I don't personally I don't read into it that much but I do understand I suppose why people could think okay well illness cannot be from God I'm not saying that illness is from God what I'm saying is that we lived in we live in a corrupt world where the body is not perfect if we don't have our glorified bodies yet and so the body is susceptible to illness some of which may be from demonic um, sources and some of which maybe not so much mm-hmm. that's my personal opinion what do you think Okay, I agree with you for the most part. Mm-hmm. No, I'm joking, I found most of it. No, for all of it. I agree with you. Okay. Um, but so one thing I want to say is that it's not by force that you agree. Like, it's not by yeah. force that everybody must agree with each other. That's why we're having these discussions. And that's why we're having a discussion. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so let's look at the definitions of mental health then. Let's bring it all the way back, look at the definitions of mental health, and then try and build it up from there. So, definition of mental health is a person's condition with regard to their. F- psychological and emotional well-being okay so a person's condition with regard to their psychological and emotional well-being mental illness definition so the definition of mental illness refers to a wide range of mental health conditions disorders that affect your mood your thinking and your behavior okay examples of mental illness include depression anxiety disorders schizophrenia eating disorders and addictive behaviors I mean, if you're going to look at addictive behaviours, then I may have... I mean, I'm addicted to Jaffa Cakes. Um, yeah, anything with cake in it, really. Yeah. I don't know why she specified Jaffa You know, like, That's I think, And I think one of the things that I want to point out at this point is we all, to a certain degree, have some kind of addictive personality disorder or there's something that we are addicted to or that we are clung onto, but that's not another topic for another day, okay? Um, so... If that's the definition of mental illness, then I, for myself, in order for me to answer this question, I need to ask myself a couple of questions to let my brain kind of compute it all, right? So are all sicknesses from the devil? Because if you want to know whether it's an actual illness or a spiritual attack, then we have to figure out whether are all sicknesses, so if it's a mental illness, are all illnesses from the devil? John 10 10 says I have come to devil has come to steal kill and destroy but I have come that they might have life and have it more abundantly okay so Jesus doesn't have Jesus and God doesn't have any illness to give that's a that's a devil thing um first Peter 5 8 also echoes the same thing um if the answer to the above question is yes there are all illnesses from the devil um then can we not pray the mental health the way the same way that we pray for healing and we have to answer this question and ask this question because it leads us to what we have to talk about later okay so if all illnesses whether they're physical or mental are if all illnesses whether they're physical or mental are from the devil then should we treat them all the same way or are they all from are they all from the same source so as you said you guys there's there's a difference there's a difference between ones that have been by the spiritual realm, negative demon possession, spiritual realm, and those that are natural kind of physiological imbalances due to external forces. Okay, so is there a so there's a clear distinction for you that the ones on the left are from the devil, and the ones on the right are just kind of self-inflicted, or no, 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 not self-inflicted, but. Due they're, to our circumstances and surroundings. The, the fact that we are of mortal bodies, mm-hmm. mortal bodies corrupt. Mm-hmm. And so if a mortal body is sub, um, subject to corruption, mm-hmm. then it's subject to illness. I don't exactly. see why that would be a, a thing of the devil. Exactly. The fact that we age means that we're prone to illness. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. And so therefore, if that's the case then... Because we're literally dying. That is what ageing is. Yeah, you know we're, I mean? we're born. So we're, we're born. But, no, so from the moment we're born, we're growing until we reach, until we finish pu- puberty. And then we are from that moment dying. Yeah. Okay. So then if we 
pray for well, not finished puberty but after growth okay so if it's if physical sickness mm-hmm. if there's a difference between physical sickness so physical sickness is also a thing that the devil has given you and one that's just due to bad decisions and poor habits so for example um obesity i don't think the devil the devil didn't give you obesity you ate your way into obesity you get okay. your way into <laughs> obesity as into, into, into the center okay into the okay. juicy center <laughs> the juicy chocolate center so with this Sorry. we don't just pray for healing right mm-hmm. we're most okay to talk about physical our physical aspect now when we are physically sick we don't just pray for healing we pray for healing and we also do things better mm-hmm. so for example eat better um exercise drink more water um, you know, stop this you know terrible habit such as eating too much. If you're eating too much sugar and glucose, if you've got diabetes, smoking, if you've got cancer, you know, if you've got mad cow disease and you have to cook your meat properly, you know, like all these mm. different kind of things that you have. Is mad cow disease still a thing? Not currently in this country. Okay, so we do things physically. If we have a physical illness, then we do things in a in a certain way with our physical illnesses. We also medicate our physical illnesses, right? We also medicate our physical illnesses. If you've got a cold, as Fumi said, if you've got a cold or you're sneezing, you're not just going to just pray and that's it. You some will. will just you pray. some people will just pray, but they'll they'll say, you know, let me go and have a hot drink. Okay, mm-hmm. so don't act like it's just your prayer alone that you think is going to solve it. You're now just going to have a hot. You know what? Let me just make a lemon and honey. You know, mm-hmm. um, because you know that lemon and honey has medicinal purposes. You're not just going to have lemon and honey just for the sake of it. You're using it as a medicinal purpose. It may not be medication prescribed by a doctor, but you're using lemon and honey for medicinal purposes. Okay. So I've said all of this to ask if we treat physical illness, we looked at the definitions of um, mental illness. If we treat physical illness a certain way, should we also not treat mental illness a certain way if somebody if my child has a scrape on there on his knee or if he's got a cold there are two ways i'll do i will pray over him and i will also give him cowpaw okay um and that's it most most parents will do the exact same thing when your children are teething no matter how holy you are no matter if you are the most holiest man on the mountain with a shining face like Moses, if you're a parent and your child is teething and they, or they've just had their, their jabs, on the way back from the doctor's office, you'll go and pick up cowpaw and you'll give your teething child cowpaw, mm-hmm. you know? Um, so we have to really make sure that we, there is no distinction. My whole aim is to make sure there's no distinction between physical illness and mental illness because I think that's when we now start to over-spiritualize it, okay? It becomes too much. Okay. Let us understand first and foremost that physical illness and mental illness are exactly the same and we have to treat them exactly the same way so as physical illness you understand that there are both spiritual attacks and and self-inflicted or environmentally inflicted causes to your illness for example chemtrails let's put the government on blast okay (laughs) for example chemtrails or you live in an area and they're just just like pesticides everywhere or asbestos disorder you know whatever it may be the water the water michigan okay not even just that, but just all the water yeah 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 That's the, the poor nutrient the content that of food, our food. Like, snap. You can't, you can't escape it. Exactly. You know so with physical illness, there are things that the devil has definitely given you and there are things that are self-inflicted or due to the surrounding it's the exact same thing there are things you separate it into two different categories and they're easily distinguishable okay the ones that the devil has given and the ones that are either self-inflicted or due to your surroundings okay so i think it can be both i think mental illness can be both a carnal thing and also a spiritual thing you know um i think it can be a spiritual attack on some point in some points like cancer like cancer can be a spiritual attack and it can be a physical attack if you smoke 40 a day you know what i mean like it doesn't it could be both you know what i mean if some if you've never smoked 40 a day or you haven't in you know eaten eight you haven't ate anything eaten anything (laughs) wow why was that even an issue in my brain she's a teacher (laughs) (laughs) you haven't eaten anything that has you know cancer causing things inside pretty much everything in the world right now has cancer causing agents right so if you haven't and just wake up one morning and you have cancer then you can say we're going to go war to war of the devil but if you smoke 40 a day and you drink a lot of coffee and you drink a lot of snickers do you know that they found cancer causing agents 
can't support you saying agents. Snickers? Is that? Did I say drink Snickers? Yeah. Okay, said, fine. No. As long as you didn't mean it, then I'm fine. <laughs> drink coffee, eat Snickers. They found recently this week. Cancer causing agents in Snickers. Cancer causing agents in Snickers. I, I tell my mum. There's cancer causing agents in everything. That's what I'm like, saying. Got, there's a higher degree. Okay. And I was like, child. Because even the fruit that say. we're eating, it's got pesticides, pesticides on it. And, yeah, and yeah, people yeah. are like, oh yeah, okay, organic, this and that. But it's like, how organic is organic really? If you really did the research, you'll find out that organic isn't necessarily 100% organic mm-hmm. anyway because mm-hmm. there's lots of loopholes there's lots of things that they can do to get around it and then also even though it's very strict regulation at the end of the day the world that we live in is polluted the, the air is polluted you know and Temp air health. travels it's not it's not that though it's <laughs> the, the exhaust from our cars yeah. the, um, the emissions from emissions. factories yeah, like, yeah. do you know what I mean so the fact that we have so much poison in the air where does that poison what, what happens to that poison in it the air it the rains and then the rain the goes, into goes into the, the soil produce. And then yeah. the soil then, you know, grows the food and then we eat the food. So yeah. regardless of where it is in the world. Absolutely. So therefore, I want us to definitely maybe wrapping this section up. What I want us to understand is that, yes, mental illness can be both a phys- physiological and emotional attack from the enemy. And it can be a physiological and emotional attack that is self-inflicted or caused by our surroundings. It's not all spiritual christians please understand it is not all spiritual it's not always a spiritual tech if your next door neighbor suddenly goes mad don't just feel like we have to move because demons are living next door okay <laughs> it's not all spiritual if you see mad people on the street or schizophrenics or anybody on the street and they are they, they happen to have some kind of mental illness that's act, making them be deranged don't cross over the road because you don't want the legion to transfer from them to you you know we have to understand that it's not always a spiritual attack Christians and ones in the back let's say it together it is not not always always a spiritual spiritual attack attack. thank you okay (laughs) so question number two then forms is mental health misunderstood and mishandled in the chat 30 seconds Yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> Next, no, I'm joking. Um, well, in fact, my short answer was not yes, but very. I think it's very misunderstood, mm-hmm. not just in the church, but in the world in general. Mm-hmm. Obviously, now we're in you know the 21st century, and we're trying to come to the the future and trying to raise uh, you know awareness about mental illness. So mm-hmm. we've got things like um, Mind, for example, the the charity that tries to raise awareness about mental illness. But there is still that stigma. There is still that kind of um, stigma that mental uh, mental health problems equals illness um mm-hmm. sorry equals weakness mm-hmm. uh, which is not true you know or that um if you're if you're mentally unstable you have a mental illness then there's that's a that's an issue like you're abnormal you're not like everyone else everyone else has got it together except for you alone mm-hmm. you can't handle it what's mm-hmm. wrong with you mm-hmm. do you know what I mean and it's very like um, it's, there's a bit of like blame culture there's a mm-hmm. bit of um, just a lot of misunderstanding like I don't know. It's just, it's just very sad. In the church, we very we over spiritualize it, like you said. We over mysticize it. Can I ask but, why? Sorry, you're probably going to get to it, but mm. can I ask why do you think we really, we as in the body of Christ in the church, really have an issue with mental illness? Why do we treat it differently to every well, other? I think illness? I answered it in the in the last bit of the topic, just in terms of we we. Um, we connect it to casting out of demons and stuff like that automatically automatically because it's like the symptoms are the symptoms are similar you can have auditory and visual hallucinations if you're possessed or Mm -hmm. if you're if you've got a psychotic mental illness do you know what I mean and and it's hard to tell which one is which if you don't have spiritual discernment so maybe mm-hmm. it's that we don't have spiritual discernment I think that's we're what we're not able to see I think that's what, that's what I was going to say not, we're not able to rely on the Holy Spirit to tell us when it's the when it's a demon or when it's a you know it's caused from trauma or it's caused from you know a mental um, a hormonal imbalance or whatever do you know what I mean we don't have that discernment so we just assume mm-hmm. that everything is demonic especially in the you know the West African church everything is demonic like everything. absolutely everything like absolutely everything and everyone is a demon to the point where this is getting off topic but to the point where even i know people i'm not going to name any names or shame any shames but i know people who won't eat at their friends houses because they think oh you better just be careful because they might not be a witch a or house. like no not a strangers as your friend like but even within the within the community you know you you can't tell me that your mom has never said to you oh 
don't eat at this person's house because my grandma says that all the time so Probably. don't eat, don't don't eat at this person's yeah. house or when we go to this person's house just decline food don't yeah, say yeah, yes yeah, 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 yeah. sometimes yeah. it's because okay they don't want to seem like they don't yeah, feed yeah. their children but yeah, a lot yeah. of times because okay you don't know what the person has put in the food yeah, yeah, yeah. you know yeah, that's yeah. just a, it's a West African thing um, or maybe it might be an African thing I don't know but it's very prevalent in West Africa we don't trust anybody not one single you know? soul and maybe that's because people are not trustworthy fair enough but at the same time we're supposed to be able to eat poison and it's not it doesn't cause yeah, us any harm. harm so it's either we believe that or we don't do yeah. you know what I mean I know people who won't shake people's hands and, and won't hug exact, people because they think that they're a witch and or a demon and that's why I have such a major issue with it because we are able to eat any deadly thing and it will not harm us mm-hmm. and we are able to you know see somebody oh with a well, this is what I don't understand yeah mm-hmm. like normal okay there's miracle creatures or whatever we'll see somebody with a short with one leg short than the other and it's like this leg will grow this leg will grow this leg will grow everybody will come around and we're gonna pray for this leg to grow or somebody has been in a wheelchair for 17 years and this person will walk today by force by fire but then they'll see somebody who is talking to themselves or talking to the ceiling mm-hmm. or talking to the wall and they run the other way yeah, and because yeah. it's like it's too much or you have to go through deliverance and you have to go through this you have yeah. to go through that and you're demon possessed so this is a spiritual this is a serious spiritual warfare, spiritual attack. What about the spiritual attack that's kept the person in the wheelchair? Mm-hmm, like I, don't, mm-hmm. I personally, I understand what you're saying and I get I get it because I'm in the church, but I don't understand why we, we have such a horrible distinction yeah. because surely the world has, um, the world and yeah, the world has many different resources and cures for physical disorders. Mm-hmm. We can leave them to it. If I break my leg, you know what I mean? I can absolutely, God forbid, you know, take me to the hospital, they'll fix it. Mm-hmm. But if I've got a serious mental spirit, if I've got a spirit, if I'm spiritually attacked, um, by the enemy and I've got a mental disorder that's more of a God can fix than a mm-hmm. than a than a man can fix. But yet we run away from the things that we know that God can fix easily. Mm-hmm to just deal with the things that you can leave it to man mm-hmm. and I don't get like it actually infuriates me like, I don't get it there's something people yeah. are really and the thing is think about it when you're not in your right mind talk about how the devil how the devil how God talks about mental health and being in your right mind in the Bible so often you can't even choose Christ you can't yeah. even call out for help yeah. we should be more focused on those people yeah. leave the people in the wheelchair their physiotherapy for free down the road <laughs> you know what I mean like yeah Anyway, sorry. No, I completely understand. I completely understand. I I completely understand why you're passionate about it as well. Because like you said, when you have mental illness, you're not in control completely of your Mm. own mind, which is where you need the most help. Mm. Because me being in a coma... Well, okay maybe not coma but me being in a um, you know a vegetative vegetative state. state or me being in a wheelchair or me being I can accept Christ yeah. do you know what I mean unless my brain is not working yeah. I can accept Christ yeah. when my brain stops working when my mind um, you know escapes me I can't accept Christ truly holy and, f- and fully yeah. do you know what I mean I can't really understand depending on what it is of course but you know, the the more serious it gets, then the more aversion the church has to it, but the more they are needed. It's so infuriating. In that situation. It's so infuriating. Like, when you have a mental, mental illness, surely you need a holistic approach, you know what I mean? You need a God with a little bit of you know what the psychologist says you know what I mean like mm-hmm. you need a holistic approach with, with physical things it's not like that and I think we need to shift the shift we have to make a clear shift in the spiritual realm or a shift in our attitude and our shift in, in our beliefs and teachings as the body of Christ on the in prevalence and the importance and the yeah the importance we place on mental illness and mental Mm -hmm. health i think we have to focus more on that than we focus on physical issues Mm -hmm. because it's getting to the point where by half the world is mad and we don't care (laughs) like in the church if there's anybody that's got mental illness we just kind of shun them you Mm -hmm. know what i mean and it's not right they need i'm gonna stop talking (laughs) <laughs> I'm gonna stop talking. Right. Sorry, I, no, I understand why you're so passionate about it. Like, I think, I think the church's problem is that they kind of think, okay, God has given us not a spirit of fear, but a spirit of fa- sound mind. But you know, so it's automatic. So automatically, if you haven't got the spirit of sound mind, then you don't have the spirit of God. Basically, is where the church is coming from. Oh, but then obviously, the <laughs> no, but obviously, it we don't automatically just take all the things that God has given us anyway. Absolutely not. Because when God gave you freedom from sin, why was you still fornicating with your boyfriend, Lisa? And when God no, gave no, you... Lisa. 
Okay. Sorry. Just you know, and when um when God gave us the authority and the power to trample over demons, why are we running scared from them instead of them to be running scared from us? Come on, somebody. Like when God gave us, like I said, God gave us the um the ability to eat deadly food or whatever and not die and it can bring no harm to us. But these times you don't want to eat at your mum's your your mum's house or your auntie's house or your friend's mum's house because they might have poisoned you. Who cares if they poisoned you? Mm. To be honest with you. If they poison you and we have this power to, you know, withstand the poison, glory, then yeah. fine. If we don't and we die, then even praise Jesus because then I'll be with God. Like, you know? So me, I Hashtag personally scripture. don't get it at yeah. all. Like, I, I, have, I don't understand it at all. Mm. Um, like you said, we need, they are the people who need help the most. Um, and I think the church needs to kind of take up a bigger responsibility for mental illness in the community. I'm sure there are churches that are doing that, mm-hmm. but I mean the church as a whole. Mm-hmm. Um yeah it is mismanaged it is mishandled mm. um and i think i think we can do better and yeah okay it's all well and good praying it's all well and good like praising and worshiping <laughs> it is fun oh gosh i love that the, ha- the other day when we had the gay homosexual mm-hmm. podcast I you literally had a homosexual podcast a podcast <laughs> on sexual sexual immorality <laughs> right um i literally spent a whole day on instagram with the with the um hashtag Play the gay way and it was the funniest day of my actual life like that's real serious you know so you have a lot of the church who are saying play the gay way and then you have a lot of the homosexual community who are doing stupid things and then be like play it away you know like on purpose and you can't pray away homosexuality i just want you to understand that that, that mm-hmm. it's not it's not that easy and you can't just pray mental health issues away that's not how it works. God isn't a genie. Don't don't at him like that. I mean, but at the same time, I'm not saying that you can't pray mental illness away. No. That's not what but my narrative is. I'm only. saying, yeah, I'm saying that the same way that God was able to, um, that Jesus was able to say, speak and mutes were speaking and he was able to say walk and lame were walking mm-hmm. is the same way that we should be able to say to somebody have sound mind mm-hmm. and they have sound mind yeah. but at the same time sometimes there's mm-hmm. other things that need to be done yes. you know so like you said um if it's a if it's a quote-unquote self-inflicted one and i'll use stress as an example there where you you know you're overworked you're exhausted all the time and now you've got stress and you can't focus and you're really agitated and da, 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 da. if you're going to continue to do the things that continue to give you that problem and then you're praying the stress away that's fruitless that's yeah. not going to help yeah you know if you have um if you have uh for example schizophrenia yeah but you're continuously smoking weed and you know yeah. that it's Does an issue for you yeah. then why not stop do you know what I mean and then okay fair enough if you're praying about okay God free me from my addiction from weed but if you're just praying okay God free me from schizophrenia but I still want to do this thing this other thing then it doesn't make any sense Mm. you know Um, that's it you know but that being said it works both ways you Mm -hmm. should be able to Mm -hmm. you know do things that help to solve Mm -hmm. it Mm -hmm. whether it's seek medical help Mm -hmm. whether it's seek um, psychological help Mm -hmm. and seek God seek God first yeah. but these other things you can also seek them and they can also help yeah. you know and like just like you were saying you can't I can't be eating you know every, after every meal I'm having two slices of cake and a Coca-Cola and then praying God please free me of diabetes no you can't do that like the cake great the cake was great the Coca-Cola I can pass but the cake break was great I don't think you understand what I'm saying but like <laughs> but yeah so that's that's kind of the, the mismanaging of it yeah. you can't just pray it away but mm. also you know there's, there's, two, there's two sides of it yeah. yeah um definitely i agree and i think part of our belief system is that god changes everything and god is a miraculous healer and because christ lives inside of us then everything in our hearts and minds should be fixed you know that we shouldn't have any physical illnesses because you have jesus living in you so how can you be sick we're kind of like how can darkness and light mix in the same body how can it dwell in the same but body that is how you think and it, is that how i think yeah um i have you on video saying that i'm gonna post it in the story don't worry i got you. i got you no yeah i, I got I, you I, hashtag I, scripture I, crew. I think like that for myself oh okay. yeah no, for everybody so else i don't I, everyone I, else I, is allowed to be sick everybody else is allowed <laughs> what was it that i was talking about root canal issues yeah <laughs> <laughs> if everyone in the world has root canal issues does it mean you also should have no but I'm so honestly like I absolutely believe that if every woman in the world has period cramps and period pain and it's now become normalised does that mean that I should have period cramps and period pain 
No. Like I don't understand where no. it doesn't, doesn't, there's no my name isn't there in the Bible where it says everybody should have this issue. Like if my name is there, fine, I'll accept it. But if my name is not there, I will pick and choose where I'll put my name or where I will not put my name. But anyway, aside from that, um we feel we feel like because Jesus lives inside of us, um everything should be fixed. You know, we should have no problems uh, of a physical or mental state because you have Jesus indwelling in you, you have the power of the Holy Spirit indwelling in you, and light and darkness cannot mix. But I think that in itself, we have to fully understand what that means. And I think we have to understand that just because we have Jesus living inside of us doesn't mean that we're not going to get a cold. Mm-hmm. Doesn't mean that you're not going to have um, a period pain. Mm-hmm. You know, you can be the most anointed person in the world and you can get a fever. Mm-hmm. You know, it doesn't mean that you have that Jesus isn't living or that Jesus has left or the Holy Spirit has now vacated and it's now empty house and it's now room for let. It's not that 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 does not what it means. So just because Paul had a thorn, thorn Paul had a flesh. thorn in the flesh, mm-hmm. exactly. And so the church definitely does misunderstand it because we think that the two can't live together. Mm-hmm. The two are not equal. The Bible said that the two are not equal and one always overpowers the other and that one is always light if mm-hmm. you choose it to be light right it doesn't say that the two cannot dwell together you know it says that there will be darkness in a room but if light enters darkness will subside mm-hmm. you know i mean that's what the bible says maybe we should talk about this in our miss um scriptures taken out of context and stuff because we have to fully understand that just because you have jesus living in you doesn't mean that you are not going to be susceptible susceptible to illness mm-hmm. just like you have Jesus living in you and yeah you're still sinning it's not jesus that's sinning is it well, it's not Jesus that's well, sinning it's, well, it's you Jesus says you've just finished praying in thongs well, yeah like you have Jesus living in you he hasn't left but yet you're still sinning he will absolutely the Holy Spirit will definitely leave the Holy Spirit cannot dwell amongst, in the monk's sin right but you have Jesus and you have the Holy Spirit and yet you're still sinning so why do you not feel like you can have Jesus and the Holy Spirit and still and be sick or have some kind yeah. of mental illness and that's where the church has got it wrong is because we've completely misunderstood what mental illness and physical issues are and we have to understand that yes we can pray as much as you want yes god is a miracle working god um but sometimes it takes more than prayer and more than faith to get rid of issues you know and the church has to understand that just because you have prayed about something and it hasn't worked doesn't mean that you should now condemn that person another thing is also the blame game okay you've got mental illness what have you done Mm. you know what did you do you brought this upon yourself you've left room open for the devil Mm. wow so Mm -hmm. i'm here sick yeah so it's you know to be encouraged exactly you said it's me i'm the cause of my own problem you know i've you know the bible says resist the enemy and he shall flee you know i mean or you don't leave room for the enemy otherwise he'll just come in and run rampant okay so you're now blaming me because i have a mental illness church that's not how we do it you know that is really really not if i have obesity i blame me because i ate too much yeah but if it's a mental illness don't 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 blame the individual and we have to really understand that it's not a blame game it's not a the more scripture more prayer more confessions it's not six weeks of deliverance camp that's gonna that's gonna (laughs) solve them you know i mean we really have to re and just re- kind of reconfigure our minds to understand how we really deal with this issue. You can't faith it away. You can't always pray it away. Sometimes you have to tackle it from a different perspective. And that's why I love Christian psychologists, Christian doctors, Christian midwives. Like I've got a super good friend, um, Candice, shout out Candice, who's a midwife, you know what I mean? And like she prays through her shift, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? In her spirit, you know? And that's the kind of person that you want. I love me some Christian medical professionals mm-hmm. because you have a holistic approach my sister-in-law deals shout out Anita um, deals with cancer patients you know I mean she's a hema what's the people that deal with blood hematologist that's it she's a hematologist she's the best you would ever see mm-hmm. you know what I mean and so we have to realise that you can be both but we have to tackle it from a different issue church the way that we've been going about it is all wrong all wrong it's an illness let us understand that it's a illness so the same way that we treat physical illness is the same way that we should treat mental illness Question number three? Yeah. Okay, question number three. Okay, how can we look after our mental... Auntie Forms, how can we look after our mental health? Cool. It's easy and it's hard, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. For us to look after our own mental health of being of sound mind Mm -hmm. is relatively straightforward. You have to look after yourself. You have to not put too much on yourself than you can bear. You have to you know, be logical about what you're doing and what you're putting yourself through. You have to, uh, like you said, in terms of the, the positive confessions and stuff, you can do all of that when you have sound mind. 
when you don't have some mind, then it's hard to look after your... Even if you do have some mind, sometimes it's pretty difficult to look after your mental health. Yeah. As well. You know what I mean? I'm not saying it's not difficult, but it's yeah. doable. Yeah, yeah, It's yeah, not yeah. impossible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's one of those things that you choose whether or not you want to look after yourself. Yeah. Just like you choose whether or not you, you want to have a skincare right. yeah. routine or you want to eat right or you want to go to the gym. That's your choice. Yeah. As a person of sound mind. I need the gym. When you don't have sound mind, it's, Imagine how it's much, harder. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? But what I would say is if you're going through um, a mental illness where you still kind of, you are able to have control of your own mind mm-hmm. in terms of, well, to a certain extent, so mm-hmm. in terms of stress, depression, mm-hmm. um, even eating disorders, stuff like that. Um, addiction to a certain point is a mental illness mm-hmm. as well as a physiological illness. Um, if, you, if you are still kind of cognitive, you're able to listen to the podcast, you're mm-hmm. able to hear us speaking about it right now. Mm-hmm. One thing I would say is talk to someone about it. Absolutely. Don't deal with it by yourself because when you internalise it, um, you drive yourself crazy. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? You'll drive yourself more crazy. Yeah. Um, and as someone who's gone through depression myself, like yeah. quite severe depression where I was suicidal every day and to be honest with you, I'm very surprised that I'm still alive today and that is only the grace of God. I'm not surprised that she's still alive today. Just That's only that the grace there. of God. <laughs> like, um, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, it, it is it is very hard to admit that to someone, mm. to admit that you're struggling in that kind of way, when you, especially when you think that no one else is going through it. Mm-hmm. But what I will tell you is that when I was suffering with depression, um, that to be honest, I feel like the medication didn't help me. Mm. I feel like counselling one-to-one sessions didn't help me. Mm. But when I was going to group sessions mm-hmm. and they were teaching us how to mm. kind of, um, you know, mindfulness meditation, mm. how to um, capture your thoughts mm. and observe mm. what you're thinking and mm. be kind of more analytical about what you're thinking and not developing um, negative pathways Mm -hmm. in terms of okay something bad happened so that must be my fault Mm -hmm. so i must be a horrible person Mm -hmm. so i'm i'm miserable about that now yeah exactly so you know trying to abolish those kind of pathways in your head that's what really helped me Mm -hmm. so and and also just because it was a group as well Mm -hmm. just knowing that you weren't the only one i didn't even share that much to be honest with you but knowing that i wasn't the only person going through that knowing that i wasn't by myself knowing that there was other people who also kind of felt this kind of way broken or whatever i felt Mm -hmm. of myself Mm -hmm. that really helped so that's why we need to be really open and honest and you know share with each other like okay sometimes i do feel weak sometimes i do feel like i can't cope you know because if you don't share that then it makes everyone feel alone and i feel personally i feel like loneliness loneliness is one of the biggest killers in the world do you know what I mean loneliness is such a frightful thing which is why it's so comforting to know that we do have God by our side and he will never leave or forsake us even though our mothers may forget us and our fathers may forget us but he will never leave and forsake us so one thing I would say is that when I was going through depression I wasn't a Christian I wasn't saved but you know had I been I would definitely run into the arms of God but that in itself God will use other people to help you, mm. you know? God doesn't always just do, okay, miracle, click his fingers and everything is okay. Sometimes he sends you helpers. Sometimes he might send you medication. Sometimes he sent um, Elijah provision from ravens. Like, mm-hmm. wherever, wherever he sends you a package from the sky or he sends you a person, whatever he sends you, take mm. it, receive yeah. it. Do you know what I mean? Um, so, yeah, look after yourself as much as you can. Speak to people, um, someone who you can trust, a medical professional, etc etc um yeah and get well definitely and pray yeah no Don't definitely praying. Pray, prayer is strong definitely i definitely feel like it also one of the things that you have to do is realize it's not just because of your sin or lack of faith that you have mm-hmm. a mental illness yeah. realize that it's not and it doesn't make you weak yeah it's not your fault it's absolutely not your fault realize that it's not because of your sin or your lack of faith and you know just to share as well i remember i when i was really suffering from i suffer from anxiety attacks and i'm still recovering from um anxiety attacks and panic attacks and serious ones that would just completely cripple me and i just couldn't do anything except crawl up in a ball and cry and wait for my heart to just not decide to be running around my room and actually enter back into my body and get control of my mind that and i still went through serious panic attacks for a whole year and most people didn't know and i would have a couple a week you know what i mean and as a christian i was that i was a proper christian walking talking preaching christian televangelist even i wasn't a televangelist but you know i was a walking talking preaching christian and suffering from severe anxiety attacks for for a whole year and i think one of the things that really i had to do is i i I didn't have medication but 
um, I came up with like a mantra, like a plan, um, like a plan when the onset of an anxiety attack happens, I automatically fall into, okay, this is what I've got to do so that it doesn't progress, you know? So like you said, you have to stop the negative pathways. You have to realize what the, the sequence of events are in your head and what causes them to progress. So for me, I know that when I can't cope with something, if something is like, feels like it's out of my control or um, there's too many things that I feel like, are negative that are happening I also and my mind starts to compute how to fix it how to fix it how to fix it if I can't fix it I'm a gym will fix it if I can't within fix it seconds. within literally a space of a blink of an eye then that's the onset of a panic attack you know what I mean so I came up with a with a mantra um, a plan of action every time I could feel my heart raising my heartbeat raising I came up with a four it was a four five step plan of this is what I do boom 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 one of those one of those things was quote scripture okay so there was two scriptures I would quote the second one uh, one, the, one of the other things I would do was sing a praise and worship song the others were completely non-spiritual you know what I mean things that I would do so one of the things I definitely as for me has said and I want to echo is you need to realize that you are not the person that is to blame and you have to figure out a way that you can cope you know, and if it's medication, fine. The church, we have a real big issue with medication. And church, one of the things that I want to say is if somebody's taking medication to help them, it is not a problem. You know, God has given them, given doctors wisdom. Yes, when we know that we live in an over-medicated society and some medications have negative effects and some of them are not, you know, the DNA in the the attributes of the medication may have a negative effects for certain ethnic minorities, all of that, we understand, okay? But medication isn't the enemy mm -hmm. the enemy is the enemy <laughs> you know medication isn't the enemy so if you're worried about the fact that you don't want to be put on medication or you don't want to see a counselor or psychologist babe you're not going to get better unless you try every single avenue and figure out what works for you mm -hmm. if you've been praying about it or you've had somebody praying about it for a while and it hasn't worked try seek something else cognitive behavior therapy therapy you know what i mean um no matter what it may be you have to seek help and don't feel shame i think one of the things that you said and touched upon was that shame is a real big factor mm -hmm. especially in the ethnic minority black community where we're supposed to be strong all the time especially in the male in the, the male as well community. yeah especially men you're supposed to be strong all the time and have it together all the time and have it all sorted out and have life be perfect and rosy and when that doesn't happen you know we, we then place the blame on ourselves and we can't do that and i think as a church what we need to do is we need to treat we need to have sessions more less on prosperity and less on everything else and, and how to smash it have sessions and preach about how to look after your mental illness mm -hmm. how to encourage yourself when times are hard less of the abounding and more of the abasing stages mm -hmm. of life you know mm -hmm. so that people have a toolkit you've taught a whole message on how to deal with stress and anxiety mm -hmm. so when stress and anxiety come oh my pastor preached about that last month let me go and pull up my notes mm -hmm. you know what i mean that's what we need to do as a church we need to be more holistic we need yeah. to look at everything as a whole it can't just be focusing on one specific aspect of the of 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 you know of everything we have to look at everything preach messages on on mental health preach messages on depression on how to alleviate these kind of things you know what i mean treat cheap messages teach messages on you know dealing with stress and anxiety on spotting the signs of mental illness for your family and friends and seeking help i don't understand why we don't do that we will spot signs of everything else but we will not spot signs of mental illness so church we have to do better absolutely have to do better scriptures let's just pick like one or two matthew 11 um Okay, so scripture reference, Matthew 11, 28 to 30. Matthew 11, 28 to 30. Come to me, all who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me. For I am gentle and lonely in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Amen. Rest in God. Rest in Jesus. Rest in the fact that his yoke is easy and his burden is light. Do what you have to do in the physical and do what you have to do in the spiritual. Church, let's realise that yes, we can run into the arms of God, but we should also be doing things in the natural realm as well. Medication, encouragement, speaking to somebody. We have to deal with mental illness in a better way. Yeah, should we wrap up? Mm -hmm. 
Um, mighty God, we give you praise, we give you glory. We thank you, Lord, that you have given us a spirit of sound mind. You've given us peace that transcends all understanding. You've given us love, mighty God, Heavenly Father, that covers all things, mighty God. We just want to thank you, Lord. We pray that anyone who is struggling with mental illness, mental instability, anybody who's struggling with stress, depression, anxiety, um, compulsive disorders, eating disorders, Lord, we just cover them right now with the blood of Jesus. And we pray, mighty God, for freedom and release, mighty God. We pray for peace, almighty God, Heavenly Father. But we pray, oh Lord, that you will give us the wisdom, oh Lord, to deal with mental illness appropriately to get the correct help mighty God mm. and also we pray that you will help us as a church to be able to um, encourage others oh Lord and not to um, make them feel ashamed almighty God we pray for young men especially right now who are um, the leading cases of suicides almighty God Heavenly Father we pray in the mighty name of Jesus that you give them hope oh Lord Heavenly Father for your word says that hope deferred leaves the um, leaves the body sick almighty God but we pray in the mighty name of Jesus that you will just give us oh Lord hope for a future because you have hope for us we give you praise in jesus mighty name amen father god we just give you thanks we give you praise we give you glory we give you honor for how great you are for how mighty you are for how excellent you are for how able you are we thank you lord that your word says in my in our weaknesses your strength is made perfect we thank you lord that god that your word says some trust in chariots and some trust in horses but we shall trust in the name of the lord our god father god we thank you that your word says that lord our god in philippians 4 that we shouldn't be anxious for anything but in every think by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving we shall make our request known to you we thank you lord god that your word says that we should cast all anxiety and care onto you we thank you lord god that your word says that you have given us peace O lord not as the world gives but you've given us your peace O lord and we thank you father god that your word says that you'll keep us in perfect peace whose mind has stayed on you father god right now so father god let all the power that is in your name father god be placed upon those who are suffering from mental illness or know anybody that is suffering from mental illness Father God. May you send help from your holy heaven. With your outstretched arm, Father God, you have brought yourself the victory. Father God, so we thank you, Lord of God, for bringing about victory in this situation. May you lead them to, to the correct help. May you lead them to the correct place of refuge father god yes it's also found in you but father god help them to realize that they can get help from other sources father god we give you thanks we give you praise we give you glory for being a god of healing not just physical healing but mental healing in jesus name we pray amen amen so you can follow us on soundcloud you can follow us on instagram and you can follow us on facebook at hashtag scripture also itunes sorry and please subscribe scripture. and like and follow and Share. all those things and share yeah <laughs> and also um twitter <coughs> at ht scripture and let us know your thoughts your feedback make sure you ask us questions we have weekly q and a's on instagram so you can catch us there with any questions or feedback that you want to share um yeah and just join the community we're having a good time on the social we're medias. gonna have a good time okay bye <laughs> bye. bye thanks for listening